countdown going on. Good morning. Am I on? Good morning, everybody. Do come in and grab a seat if you haven't done already. There's still plenty of room. If you're just making your way, do come and find a seat. Good morning. Uh, my name is Matt. A very warm welcome to you. I'm one of the, the pastors here at King's Church, and especially uh, warm welcome to you this morning if you're, if you're new with us or if you're visiting us this morning. Um, this morning, we have our family carol service. Uh, it's a little bit different to, to what normally goes on, I guess, on a Sunday morning. Uh, there's going to be people up and uh, down from this stage. There's going to be all sorts of mayhem going on. Um, but lots of clapping and lots of encouraging uh, will go down very well uh, for me uh, and for the kids. Um, so uh, do make sure you kind of get involved and, and participate like that. Uh, just one notice as, a, as we start, um, that is to do with our COVID controls. Um, since we last met uh, a week ago, um, the, the requirement for adults wearing face coverings in places of worship ha- has come into place. Uh, and in relation to the kind of the guidance on that, last week we were a little bit unclear. So I'm just going to uh, read the little snippet from the government guidelines for us as a place of worship, uh, just for clarity's sake uh, as we begin our time together. So it, it says this, we would encourage everyone to continue to wear their face coverings while singing if they feel able to do so. However, we recognise that not everyone will feel able to do this. Therefore, there will be a reasonable excuse to remove a mask to sing if someone wishes to do so. Uh, All our other guidance uh, is largely unchanged. You'll notice that we've um, spaced out a little bit more this morning and our ventilation system is up and running, so that's in full operation as well. I just want to say a big thank you for being patient and understanding as we go through yet another kind of difficult time of guidance and COVID and just working out what we need to do and how we do it best. Um, We hope and trust that uh, I can stop talking about COVID from this point on uh, and we can enter into enjoying our worship service together uh, this morning. Let me pray and then we're going to begin our time together. Let's pray. Our loving and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much uh, for this time of year. Father, thank you that we can come together this morning and hear about that miracle, the birth of your Son, the Lord Jesus. Father, please be with us as we do that, as we sing, uh, as we listen, uh, as we pray, as we watch. Uh, Would it all be about King Jesus and will we praise him in all that we do? We ask it in his name. Amen. We're going to begin that praising together by singing that great Christmas song, O Come, All Ye Faithful. So when the music starts, let's stand together and sing. Oh uh-huh. 
Brilliant. Do take a seat. And kids and adults, it's now less than a week until Christmas. School is finished. Decorations are up. It's all getting very exciting. Um, just put your hands up if you have now finished school for Christmas holidays. Brilliant. Uh, what bit, a whoop from the back there somewhere. Uh, from a teacher, I think. The, uh, <laughs> hands up if you finished school. Uh, hands up if you finished uh, shopping. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Uh, hands up if you finished all the chocolates in your Christmas calendar already. Oh, well, yeah, there's one in the back. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Christmas, Christmas is nearly here when it is here, uh, and I wanted to do this morning another uh, one of my super scientific tests to find out what sort of things you're excited about this Christmas. Uh, a few weeks ago, if you were here, we, we did a clapometer. Do you remember that? A clapometer test. Uh, this morning, I want us to do a pantometer test. It, don't worry, it's nothing to do with your underwear. Uh, it's to do with pantomimes. Um, very good. Um, I'm going to say some Christmassy things, and all you need to do is respond with either a good kind of panto-style groan or boo or hiss, or a panto kind of cheer. Uh, let's, just, let's just practice so we know what we're talking about. So give me your best panto boo or hiss. Very good. Give me your best panto cheer. Okay, perfect. Here we go. So, uh, first Christmassy thing. The Strictly Come Dancing Christmas Special. Yeah. Very mixed, very mixed. Christmas Puddings. Yeah. The Queen's Speech. Yeah. Uh, board Games. Yeah. Monopoly. Yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Last Minute Christmas Shopping. Christmas number ones, yeah. Christmas crackers, yeah. those paper crowns you get in a Christmas cracker. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how there's a big split. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Lots of different responses to Christmas things. And this morning, that's what we're going to be thinking about. We're going to be thinking about responses or reactions to Christmas, especially reactions and responses to the central part of the Christmas story, the birth of a baby called Jesus. There you go. Big reaction to Home Alone, should have said that. Uh, we're going to be thinking, looking at the responses to the first Christmas uh, and see how people responded to the birth of Jesus in different ways. To do that, we're going to have a uh, look at a, a bit of a book called, written by a man called Luke. Uh, and in fact, we're really fortunate to have Dr. Luke join us this morning. Dr. Luke, before he comes up, he, he, he took a lot of persuading. Uh, he's got a busy, busy Christmas schedule. He's doing a bit of a book tour, uh, but, but I, I managed to get him to come and join us at King's Church this morning. So Dr. Luke, up you come. Just come around this way for us. Here he is, Dr. Luke. Just stand there for us, Dr. Uh, it's brilliant to have you with us, Dr. Luke. Um, I see you've brought a copy of your of your, your book uh, with us. Brilliant. Well done. Um, could you, people might not know, could you just tell us a little bit um, about your book, the book that you've written? What is it? Who's it for? Who's it about? What's the story? Tell us a bit about it. Okay. Uh, hi, everybody. Thanks for having me here today. Uh, I've been writing this book, and it is going to tell you a bit about it. It's a story, uh, but it's not just any story. It's a true story. And it's about the most incredible man I've ever met. His name is Jesus. And he did and said the most amazing things I've ever seen. So amazing that I decided to write them all down. I've carefully investigated everything, all from the beginning. I, I spoke to eyewitnesses, people who were there, people who had seen it all. Uh, and I've written it all down in this book. I did this so that you could read about it. And even though you weren't there at the time, you could be absolutely sure that these things happened and that this man, Jesus, is who he says he is. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dr. Luke. We're going to hear a lot more from you a little bit later on. Go and grab a seat. Give Dr. Luke a round of applause. We'll, we, will, we will be hearing from Dr. Luke a little bit later on in the service, because that's what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to be investigating. Did you hear he said he, he carefully investigated everything? 
he, he wrote it down. He spoke to eyewitnesses. And we're going to read along with Dr. Luke to see what he wrote down for us. But uh, before we get to, to that bit, we're going to sing again now. We're going to sing a song that, that reminds us exactly what happened on that first Christmas night. So let's stand again and sing O Little Town of Bethlehem. thinking about reactions uh, this morning, uh, and I wonder, how do you react when you see uh, a pile of big presents? Uh, my, my son came down and said this morning, these were all wrapped and ready to go for the service this morning, and he saw them and said, it's Christmas! Uh, I had to say, no, 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 they're not for you, sorry. Um, how, how, do you, how do you react when you see a big pile of presents? Put your hand up if you're a pick it up and shake it kind of person, do you do that? Are you a shaker? Yeah, a few shakers. Put your hand up if you're um, one of those annoyingly cautious unwrappers. You know, the ones that, oh, I'll keep this paper for next year kind of person. Yeah, a few of the the back. Put your hand up if you're like a crazed monster that just attacks the presents. Doesn't really matter where anything goes. Yeah. 
Lots down here. Uh, lots of crazy monsters down there. Very good. Well, I'm going to need some uh, help over this morning unwrapping some of my presents. Um, I need some people to come and help me do that. Having, having just uh, told you how much I crushed my son's hopes and dreams this morning, he's going to come and help me uh, with the first one. So, Zach, up you come. Come on, give him, a, give him a little clap. There you go. Hello, mate. Up you come. Can you help me unwrap this present? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good to go. Right. Here's the first present. We're going to unwrap it, and inside there's going to be something that someone in here might need. Okay? Should we open it and see? Yeah. Ready to open? Go on then, start. Open it. Open it up. Rip, rip. Of course. Here we go. Let's rip it. What's inside? Let's rip it open. What have we got inside? Can you reach in there? What's in there? What is it? A nappy? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's a clean one. It's a clean one. Right. Someone in this hall might need a nappy. Can you spot anyone that might need one? I'll give you a clue. Can you... It's not Max. The... There's an arrow. Can you see that big arrow over there? Look at that. Can you see that stand-up person with the arrow? Look, I think it's Mary. Mary, do you want to come up the front? Mary might need a nappy because she's going to have a baby. Here she comes. Hello, Mary. Right, you can get, let's give Zach a clap. Zach, you can go and sit down. Thank you very much. Hello, Mary, take a seat. That's it. Take the load off. Well done. Um, Mary is our first person in the Christmas story that we're going to be thinking about this morning. Uh, put your hand up if you've ever been Mary in the school nativity. Few, few Marys. Mary's the kind of big time, isn't she? Uh, everyone wants to be Mary. She's like the Elsa of the Christmas story. Everyone wants to be Mary. Uh, but I wonder if you've ever really thought what it would have been like for Mary to be there that first Christmas. How, how did she respond to everything that she heard and saw that time? Let's see if Dr. Luke uh, can help us find out a bit more. Dr. Luke, up you come again. Dr. Luke is going to read a bit from his book about Mary that first Christmas. Go for it, Dr. Luke. God sent Angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Thanks, Dr. Luke. So, so Dr. Luke introduces us to this girl, Mary, an ordinary young girl waiting to be married. But what happens to Mary is far from ordinary, isn't it? First of all, she meets an angel, a, a messenger from God. That doesn't happen every day, does it? And then the angel gives Mary this message, and it's a mind-blowing message. He says, you're going to have a baby, Mary. You're going to have a baby. His name will be Jesus, and he'll be the Son of God. Just like millions of women throughout the world, Mary's going to have a baby. Again, nothing unusual about that. But the angel says, this baby is going to be unlike any other. He is God's Son come to earth. And so how does Mary react? How does she respond to this news from the angel? Well, she's, she's shocked, isn't she? she? She's confused. She's amazed all at the same time. Uh, Dr. Luke said Mary was greatly troubled at the angel's words. She says, how can this happen? How, how will this be? It doesn't make any sense. And we can sympathize with Mary, can't we? It's not hard for us to understand why she might have felt all those things, shock, confusion, amazement, all at the same time. Her baby 
that was soon coming is going to be the Son of God. We can understand it because we might be the same. The Christmas story can be really difficult for us to get our heads around. The God of the universe, the God who made and controls everything, became a baby who needed nappy changing, who needed to be looked after, to be fed and cared for. I don't know how you imagine God this morning, if you do ever imagine him at all. Maybe it's some old man sitting up in the sky, not really caring about our little lives down here. Maybe, maybe it's some distant being or force that, that has no idea what it is like for people like you and me to live on this planet Earth. But that's not what we find in the Bible. The Bible tells us about a God who gets involved, a, a God who gets his hands dirty, who comes to join us in the, the mess and the muck. And so it's hardly surprising that Mary was was shocked when she heard this news. I bet her head filled with all sorts of questions. What will this God baby be like? Why was God coming to earth anyway? What does it all mean? Dr. Luke is going to help us with some of those questions in just a moment, but we're going to sing again now a song that helps us to think about just how amazing that first Christmas night was, the night that Christ the Saviour was born. So let's stand again and sing Silent Night. In just a moment, we're going to hear from our fusion group. Really exciting to become part of our kind of Christmas every year. Uh, so we're looking forward to hearing from them. Um, but as they get themselves ready, it's also, uh, I also want to say that we have creche and explorers uh, available today for preschoolers uh, and people in creche. So as fusion come and get ready, 
Crescent Explorers, if you would like to go to your groups now, would be a great time to do that as well. short we're running short has been the theme this year of sorts no fuel no gas no hgvs no toys for christmas and no turkeys but let us imagine a moment in verse a christmas where shortages were so much worse we're running short we're running short of christmas puddings well here's a thought Instead of puds, we'll use this hat. It's brown and round, simple as that. I really can't see any catch, so hold it still, I'll strike the match. N no, 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 that just won't work. Set that on fire, we'll all get hurt. I guarantee it won't taste good. We'll have to have Christmas without the pud. We're running short, we're running short of Christmas trees. Well, he, well, here's a thought. Instead of a tree, we'll use our brother. I'm sure it'd be fine with mother. Wind him up in light to spread the cheer and hang the bauble from his ear. <laughs> no, no, that's just not right. Those lights around his neck too tight. He's not green or pretty, so set him free. We'll have to have Christmas without the tree. We're running short, we're running short of wrapping paper. Well, here's a thought. Instead of paper, we'll use our clothes, empty the laundry, wrap the gifts with those. There's pants and vests for every taste, and it helps cut down on plastic waste. No, 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 that just won't do. Touch your pants, uh, no thank you. While I admire your eco-thrift, we'll have to have Christmas without the gifts. We're running short, we're running short of Christmas films. Well, here's a thought. Instead of screens, we'll sit and chat. According to Grandma, we used to do that. Or hold on a minute, I've invented a game. I'll act a TV show and you guess the name. No, 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 I've played that before. It's called charades and it's a terrible bore. It all ends in shouting before it's begun. We'll have to have Christmas without the fun. We're running short, we're running short of everything. No puts, no gifts, no fun, no lights. Nothing about this Christmas is right. I give up. Well, here's a thought. There's one thing at Christmas that cannot be bought. The meaning of Christmas when you strip it all back is a saviour who came to supply what we lack. See, it's not just on Christmas trees that we need lights. We're lost in the darkness, but Jesus shines bright. And we come empty-handed, with no gifts to bring. But his gift of forgiveness transforms everything. He changes life now because Jesus' sweet words sustain us far more than a pud or a bird. He changes the future. The birth of this boy guarantees not just fun, but unshakable joy. So whatever is missing or in short supply, Jesus provides what no money can buy. So don't give up on Christmas. Don't give up at all. 
Tell Jesus who's listening that he is your all. Amazing. Absolutely brilliant, guys. Well done. Very, very good. Whilst the stage crew clear up, uh, we're going to um, think about our next character in just a moment. Um, and I think that means it's time for us to open up our second present. Does anyone feel like they want to uh, come and open a present for me? Max, do you want to come and do it? Do you want to come and open it? Come round this way, mate. Come round this way. This one's for you. Yes, well done, Max. Right, are you ready? Can you help me open this present up and see what's inside? Here we go. What have we got? What have we got? What's inside the box? Do you have a look? Who's in there? A what? A sheep. Well done. Hold it up so everyone can see. A sheep. Now, we need to spot someone. Come over this way with me. We need to spot someone who might need... Who might need a sheep? Who looks after sheep? A shepherd. Can you, shepherd, can you, can you make a bit more movement? There's a, I can spot a shepherd over there. Say, come on, shepherd. Come on, shepherd. Come on, shepherd, over you come. Very good. Let's give our present opener a clap. Well done, Max. You go, you go and find mummy and daddy. Well done. Good boy. Hello, shepherd. There's a sheep for you. Lost sheep. Take a seat for us, shepherd. Um, who, hands up, who's been a shepherd in their school nativity before. Yeah, lots of us have done the tea towel and the dressing gown thing, haven't we? Uh, the shepherds are key characters in our story, but we need Dr. Luke to come back uh, to come and tell us how the shepherds responded on that first Christmas. So Dr. Luke, up you come. We're going to read the next bit from Dr. Luke's book. It'll be on the screen if you want to follow along. Thank you, Dr. Luke. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about them, about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Thank you, Dr. Luke. So our next group of people are the shepherds. And again, Dr. Luke tells us that, that some messengers from God, some angels arrive to these shepherds and tell them that Jesus has been born. Jesus, God's promised king, they say. Jesus, the, the saviour, the, the rescuer of the whole world, can be found just down the road in that tiny little town, in a barn, uh, in, a, in a manger. That's their message. And then they leave. The angels disappear, the, the heavenly singing stops, the sky goes dark again, and it's just a few shepherds and a lot of smelly sheep left on the hillside. So what do the shepherds do? How do they respond? Oh, did you notice the first thing they said to each other? Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, the thing that the Lord has told us about. Let's go. The shepherds hear some, some amazing news, and the first thing they do is go and check it out. And we know that, that, that's quite a, a normal thing to do, a normal response, isn't it? When you hear some good news, you want to find out whether it's really true or not. So imagine this morning that I gave you some good news. I told you that before all of you lot arrived, I taped some chocolate coins under some of the chairs. Uh, yeah, that's right. Not the benches, unfortunately. The, the, um, under the chairs. 
how do you respond to that good news? Surely you want to you check and see whether you, you have a chocolate coin under your chair. You're getting it, well done. <laughs> it's true, it's really, I really did do that. <laughs> when you hear some good news, you, you want to check it out to see whether it's really true or not. And that's what the shepherds did. They heard some good news. They heard that Jesus had been born, and so they wanted to check it out. They wanted to go and investigate to find out whether it really happened. Their response makes sense. And do you know, this is one of the really great things about the Christmas story, and actually about Christianity altogether. You, you might be here this morning, and you might think all of this is true. You might think it's all a big fairy tale. But in the end, it doesn't really matter what we think or feel. That doesn't change the facts, does it? In the end, Christianity is not really about our feelings or what we've been brought up to believe or finding some sort of secret hidden knowledge somewhere. No, Christianity is all about the facts of history. Either Jesus was born in a barn that night, in that town, in that manger, or he wasn't. Either this baby was God's promised king, the rescuer, the saviour of the whole world, or he wasn't. Those things can't be true for me, but not true for you. Either they happened, or they didn't. And that means we need to be just like the shepherds. We need to investigate. We need to question and examine. We can do that by reading Dr. Luke's book, his eyewitness account of all that happened around the life of Jesus. We can see whether it's really true. That would be a really brilliant thing to do this Christmas, wouldn't it? Uh, to investigate the claims of Christianity. Uh, one way that you could do that would be by taking uh, one of these books after the service, if you'd like one. Uh, they're free. It's called Is Christmas Unbelievable? Uh, it's a short, really simple book explaining the, the historical evidence for the Christmas story. You could come and join us in the new year for our Hope Explored course. Three weeks in January where we're going to investigate the claims of the Christian faith. Where we can ask questions and examine and listen and hear about what the Bible says. There are loads of ways that you could look into Christianity this Christmas. You could investigate just like the shepherds did. They investigated and they found that it was just as the angel had told them. It wasn't made up. It wasn't a fairy tale. It was real. They discovered this baby king and they were filled with joy. And joy is the theme of our next two songs. The first one, I'm excited to tell you, is going to be performed to us by our adventurers over here. So in just a moment, they're going to come up. Shepherd, it's time for you to make your way off the stage. Give Shepherd a round of applause. <laughs> Adventurers, it is time. Your, your time is now. Come and Adventurers are going to sing, and then we're going to sing again uh, straight after that, um, the first Noel. So she, uh, Adventures up you come for happy, happy day. Over to you guys.
happy day Sing for joy Christmas Fill the air with gladness All the earth, all the earth To us a son is given He leaves his throne in heaven God with us, oh happy, happy day the Lord, the light of men, born to die and rise again, break the curse of death and save us from our sin. It's a happy, happy day, sing for joy at Christmas. Brilliant job, adventurers. We're all going to sing now, so if everyone wants to stand when the music starts to sing the first Noel. Great job, adventurers.
Well, so far we have met Mary, we have met a shepherd, and now it's time for our final present and to see who is next. So I need someone to help me come and open uh, this one. Anyone feel like they want to come and open this large present? The lights are bright. There's a hand at the back there. Come up, up you come. In the red, I can't really see because of the lights. I can just see top. Hey, mate, great. Give a round of applause. Up you come, up you come. Look at this. Athletic. Here we go. This is the big one, okay? Can you help me open it up? Let's see what we got inside. What do you reckon that is? A walking stick. Spot on. Now, I'd be careful with this. Um, see if you can spot someone that might need a walking stick. An old man, yeah, it could be an old man. There's a few. Uh, the, get, I could, yes, that one over there with a the big arrow. Up you come, old man. He's a bit shy, this old man, so let's give him a round of applause. Up you come. You can give him his walking stick and then sit down when he comes round here. Give him his stick. Take a seat, old man, take a seat. Thank you, very good. Well done, well done. Uh, old man... What is your name? Uh, Simeon. Simeon. Simeon is our next character. Put your hands up if you ever played Simeon in the nativity. <laughs> There's no Simeons. Poor old Simeon. He doesn't make it into many nativity plays, does he? But actually, he's the next, very next person that Luke tells us about after the shepherds. Uh, so up you come, Dr. Luke. We're going to hear about how Simeon responded to Jesus. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Holy Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Thank you, Dr. Luke. Not long after Jesus was born, his mum Mary and his dad Joseph take him down to the temple to say thank you to God for their baby. And it's in the temple that we meet our man, Simeon. Luke tells us that, that Simeon had been told by God that he wouldn't die before he met God's rescuer. And so Simeon was a man who knew this very, very important truth, that all people who have ever lived need God's rescue. He knew that, that all people have sinned against God. That is, that they have ignored him. They, they've lived as though he doesn't really matter, as though he doesn't even exist. Simeon knew that, that people needed rescuing from their sin, forgiving for, being, for ignoring God. And he knew that, that God was the only one who could do that rescue, the only one who could bring that forgiveness. And so sure enough, as, as Mary and Joseph take their baby to the temple, Simeon immediately, straight away knows that, that this baby, Jesus, he is that rescuer. I wonder if you spotted his words when Dr. Luke read it. He, he saw the baby and he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. God, I've seen the rescuer. I've seen the one. The one who you promised, the one who would come and save people from their sin. It's here. It's this baby Jesus. And you know, today we know much, much more about that rescue than, than even old man Simeon did. We can, we can read on in Luke's book, in his account, and find out how Jesus is God's rescuer. We can read on and see that he didn't stay a baby, but he grew up and in the end, died on a cross to pay the price of our rebellion, of our sin. And then, and then after three days, he rose again to new life. And Dr. Luke tells us that, that Jesus did that so that anyone who trusts in him, 
Anyone back then, anyone today who trusts in Jesus can be forgiven, can be rescued, can be restored to a a relationship with God. That's what Simeon saw in this baby. And so how does he respond? How does he react? Well, he takes Jesus in his arms and he praises God. He praises God because when you know who Jesus is and when you understand why Jesus came, the only normal, sensible thing to do is to be filled with joy and praise to God. When you realise that because of this baby Jesus, you can go from being God's enemy to being his friend. When you realise because of Jesus, even though you're far from perfect, you can be forgiven and rescued. When you realise those things, then just like Simeon, you'll want to praise God for the rest of your life. That's how Simeon responded on the day he met God's son, Jesus, the rescuer. And so as we come towards the end of our time together this morning, I wanted to ask you, how will you respond to Jesus this Christmas? Are you like Mary? Are you, are you surprised, shocked, confused? God himself come to earth? What is that about? Are you, are you more like the shepherds? You've heard the good news now. You've been told it. And now you need to go and investigate. Now you need to go and see if it's true. Or are you like Simeon? You know that Jesus is the rescuer sent from God. And so this Christmas, you are full of joy, full of praise, no matter what else is going on. Because you know he's rescued you. How are you responding to Jesus this Christmas? We're going to finish our time together in a moment by singing a song all about the joy that Jesus brings. But first, Rachel Jones is going to come and pray for us, and then we'll stand together and sing. Uh, We're going to pray in three sections this morning, and we'll say amen at the end of each one. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for all the good gifts you've given us to enjoy at this time of year. Thank you for the music and food and decorations. Thank you for the opportunity to show friends and family how much we love them by giving and receiving gifts. Thank you for the Christmas films and the winter walks and the get-togethers with friends. And as we look back on the year, we can uh, remember so many high points and happy times. We're sorry uh, for times when we've been ungrateful or envious of others. And we acknowledge this morning that all good, good gifts come from your hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for the greatest gift to us, the Lord Jesus. Please help us to receive him with the right response. Like Mary, help us to be amazed at the gift of your son. Like the shepherds, help us to investigate what we've heard this morning. Help us as we continue to read the Bible or to talk and ask questions of Christian friends or family. Uh, As we do so, Lord, may Jesus become increasingly clear and precious to us as we discover more about him. And like Simeon, help us to praise you. We praise you now with our words. Uh, What a good, kind, gracious, merciful, powerful, generous God you are who would send your son into the world to save sinners like us. We pray that we would praise you with our lives too, especially this week, Lord. May everything we do bring you honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And finally, we're going to pray for people who might be finding this time of year hard. So you might like to Imagine uh, some people you know who fit into these categories and lift them up in prayer to God in your own heart. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are a good and kind creator who has compassion on us in our sadnesses and sorrows. Lord, we pray for those who are feeling lonely or isolated. 
this Christmas. Please remind them of how much you love them. Lord, we pray for those who are feeling unwell or sick this Christmas. Father, please strengthen their bodies and spirits. We pray for those who are grieving the loss of loved ones this Christmas. May they know your comfort and hope. We pray for those feeling under pressure or overwhelmed this Christmas. May they find reassurance in the knowledge that all things are under your control. We pray for those around the world living in areas of danger and conflict. May you bring peace and protection. And Father, many of us, as we've looked at the news this week, uh, are feeling fear and uncertainty or dread or frustration. We bring these fears to you and pray that we'd find comfort from knowing that whatever the next few weeks or months bring, our Saviour Jesus walks alongside us through them. And we do pray for our government and for all those who work in the NHS and other public services. We pray that you'd be helping them to make good and wise decisions. And Father, we praise you that you are always good and wise and upright and true and for your generosity to us at Christmas and at the first Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. wonderful to be with you all this morning. Should we just give another big round of applause to all the kids that have been involved? 
three very quick things for me to say before I pray and we'll close our time together this morning. The first is uh, you're welcome to come back at two other points uh, later on today. The first is our our preschool nativity uh, service that we've got at four o'clock this afternoon. That is a a service aimed at preschoolers but open to anyone. Uh, So you're welcome to come and join us but it is for preschoolers and aimed at them. Uh, So that's at four o'clock. You can also return uh, later on at 7.30 for our carol service, our evening carol service. We'd love to see you back, uh, back here for that again. Uh, and then finally to say, um, I mentioned in the service this little book. If you'd like to pick up one of these on your way out, uh, if, you're gonna, if you'd like to read it and investigate a little bit more about uh, the claims of Christmas and Christianity, uh, do feel free to grab one of those. I'll be at the back uh, to say hello to as well. Let me pray as we close our time together. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that Christmas is good news of great joy for all people because Jesus, the Saviour, has been born. Father, we ask that you would help us to know that joy, to believe that good news this Christmas. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, come.